You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a multiple glitch full cast, the rarest full cast of them all. Rarest? Rare is a relative term. <laughs> I guess I guess the rarest is a glitch free full cast. Right. But like why why dream of something that can't happen? Oh, can you hear us? Yeah. Yes. Wait, now now everybody but Spencer can hear us. Yes. Yes. So are we up it says a triple glitch? <clears throat> triple glitcher. This is our first triple glitch night. I can't believe it took the full cast haint this long to disassemble our fine audio equipment. What, first in a while? Um, Spencer, is yours plugged in? I think that would help. Um, is your headset plugged in? Because here's the end of it. I think that's probably why you can't hear. <laughs> yeah, Spencer's headset that's a glitch. is just not plugged into his headset. And I'm he's counting yelling that as four. It. He's just He's just yelling into an empty pair of headphones that he can't hear. It's a metaphor. Hey, we're Jason. counting. We're counting that great. as yeah. We're counting oh. that as my favorite. There's a cold that's glitch weapon. number four. Shut down, full cast. My cat got so mad. You see, just getting madder and madder. Mm-hmm. That's too bad because your voice went on. Spencer, is that your longest welcome yet? Yeah, that was my longest welcome. You know why? Absolutely enraged the sleeping cat. Do you feel like you're building up really strong cardio? Is that is that what's happening here? 
that's what's passing for cardio and quarantine, buddy. That's that's what we're talking about. Um, that's also the extra long one for all all of the massive content, all of the quality content that this, the Internet's only college football podcast, will provide you with tonight. Because speaking of quarantines, let's talk about Nebraska football. Yeah, deciding Nebraska not not going to a bowl. They've decided to opt out. But, uh, but, 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 th- but they brought football back. Yeah. And now, now, like, now, like, like, like the Buddhist master meeting the Buddha and killing the Buddha, they've decided that they're going to go ahead and take that which they have brought back and end it. Oh, like when they tried to bring back the black shirts and they got waxed. I think Nebraska's made their point. They definitely have. <laughs> they have made their point. That is so true, Jason Kirk. They haven't made many points, Host but they did show, make their point. Which I am not. Their single point. They definitely made a point. That, oh, shit. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to trigger any Nebraska fans mad about their team's offense. And on Scott Frost Day, too. I apologize. Uh, Ohio Wesleyan, do you know what their their name is in sports? Their their nickname? The Dread Pirates Rebels. Uh, the Wesleyans. The Battling Bishops. I oh, could right. yeah, yeah. not have gotten <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, so it's like a literal dick swinging contest? I think that's correct, yes. Cool. Or or like chess where you've lost most of the pieces. And I, I believe the they are the only bishops. So like they're just leaving no doubt there. You know, they're right. they're not like separating themselves from other bishops. They just straight right. up. Yeah, so according like to legend, cool. Santa Claus was the original battling bishop. Whoa. The story of Santa at the uh, Council of Nicaea in 325. There's a story of Santa just walking up to a heretic and slapping him in the head. Damn, the five fingers say to the face. <laughs> Merry yeah. Christmas, you, you bitch. Can, if you want to find this story, Google the words. Uh, I think it's Slappy Christmas. You can find wow. it. Oh, we need to bring that back in this house. <laughs> slappy no, Christmas. Stand, oh, stand, Slappy Holiday. Google stand, Slappy Holiday and you can learn all about it. Stand under the mistletoe and then I'm going to smack you across the face. More like fistletoe. Ooh, uh, yeah. Ew. It's ew. a little gross, wow. but upsetting. Mm, damn. Anyway, Merry Christmas. S- Spencer, you were saying. <laughs> was I? <laughs> I was saying. Speaking of people who know if we've been bad or good. Um,. I was saying that I didn't really think that South Carolina should be involved at any point outside of Clemson and Coastal Carolina. Wait, so- wait, wait, stop. Holly just revealed that Santa Claus is a playoff committee. That's they his know- job. He decides who's oh bad my- and good. Oh, my, oh my God. God. His, whole thi- his whole thing is like, don't worry. I've watched all the games all the time. He's a one-man playoff committee. But the playoff committee, their job is to know who's good. They don't know shit about who's bad. But they have playoff, to know who's bad. They have to know who's bad. The committee has not ranked Kansas, FIU. They have not ranked UMass. They haven't said shit all year about Bowling Green. Playoff if committee doesn't know a damn if, thing if, about if who's if bad. You're not, no, but they have to know who's bad because that's how they can discount Cincinnati and Coastal Carolina they're wins. Those are wins over bad teams. That but shit don't count. I think it's more that their wins are just not good. That's bad. <laughs> no, they only it, they only acknowledge the binary uh, good or doesn't exist. Does the rise of the prosperity gospel mean that even at a religious school, it's impossible to be good for goodness' sake? Wow. Goddamn. What's up, Clemson? Yeah, this is actually if the playoff works like Santa works. Then here's what's happening. 
If you're wondering if that was a new spring joke, yes. Yes, it was. So, Holly and Jason, you've both been really good all year, right? Uh-huh. And Ryan, <laughs> Ryan's just, Ryan's been pretty good, but, but Ryan hasn't been as good as you. You better watch out. You better not cry. It's fine if you lose to Clemson by 24. You'll get in a playoff anyway. Correct. I don't even scam. That's you the better. point. The playoff committee doesn't care about scanning either. Neither did Ian Book because he didn't really have a whole Woo. lot of time back there. Yeah. <laughs> didn't really get to do a lot of reading. Mm. Uh, yeah. You better watch out. You better play games yep. in a Power Five conference or nothing really counts. God, so, I, I suck at this. So, we suck at all of it, Holly. Holly it's a triple glitch full cast. Nothing's going to work. So... Holly and Jason have been really good all year, and Ryan's been pretty good, but they've been a lot better. Again, what the fuck? Where are so, you getting this information? So at the... Oh, this is fiction. Okay, um, thank you. So at the end, I- I'm sitting here, and my gift is going to the people who have been the best, which are obviously, by by data, by number, Jason and Holly. And that's why I'm going to give it to Ryan. Thank you. You better watch yeah. out. If we're going to do out. this, you better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out. I mean, that kind of scans. You better watch out. You better not cry. It's time to talk about the Buckeyes. I have a Christmas themed. <laughs> I have a Christmas themed version of our take the old records off the shelf story that was given to me by my mother. Apparently, as a child, I would do Spencer. Can you start singing Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? And I'll explain what I used to do as a kid. Just Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Reindeer Had a very shiny nose Reindeer And if you ever <laughs> saw him Reindeer You would even say it glows Reindeer All of the other reindeer Reindeer You laugh and call him names Reindeer Yeah <laughs> It's better anyway. that way It's better <laughs> that way <laughs> Thank you I feel like it really gets the point of the song across uh, But it's almost like it's almost like me and, and Seeger and those old records on the shelf were meant to find each other. Wow. Yeah. Also, I don't know how I was not murdered in my cradle. So you can you can do that's pretty much by the way, I think relevant to what we're talking about because whatever you sing, I just sing Notre Dame back at you, right? Ooh. Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. Notre Irish. Dame Lose by twenty four to Clemson. Irish Yeah, that's you were getting that. You were getting that, no matter what. This was like when Dad decided you needed a tie for Christmas. Hey, Dad, what I'd actually like is like, you know, I'd like a Super NES. That'd be pretty good. You're getting a tie! No, they didn't tie. They were were several points short of tying. Dads get ties. Yeah, that's a great point by Jason there. Yeah, Hard to dispute. They were many, many points shy. But maybe, maybe you demonstrated that you couldn't hang on the field yet again. With the top four or five best teams in college football. And also, I want an NES. And Football Dad says, no, you're getting a tie. Did Notre Dame not get you a Nintendo for Christmas? And that's what this is all about? Notre Dame got me Notre Dame for Christmas. And you know what I didn't want to see more of? Notre Dame losing by 24. Why don't you want to see that? Actually, yeah, damn I it, thought Jason. it was great. Jason, you're right. Man, I'm still going to watch it. I'm still going to watch it. Who actually, by the way, wanted a a rematch of Notre Dame, Alabama? The answer, I'm, I'm, no, it it was me. I, I want to see it again. Well, the only other option was watch Clemson, Notre Dame again. 
Reindeer. Or or I guess maybe jump Ohio State to yeah that would have been funniest actually they should have jumped Ohio State to number one they should have said Ohio State won its conference title by more than Bama did so Bama slides to two Clemson three Notre Dame four reindeer reindeer uh, this is the I believe the opening line for this game reindeer and Jason you being the most informed among line watchers. The opening line for Notre Dame, Alabama is 17 and a half, I believe. It has since gone upward. <laughs> <laughs> What's it sitting at now? Last I looked, it was 20. Uh, <laughs> 20 points. I think the line <laughs> you're looking for Let's get an update. Here, uh, it's not even. Oh, that just drove the cat from the room completely. Oh, 19 and a half. Notre Dame coming back. <laughs> Clawed back. Irish money, money on the coming Irish. in. The <laughs> like ghost the... of Regis Philbin is back in his boys. <laughs> that's ever the ghost of Regis from the dead. <laughs> I was, yeah, I that's, was... that's what ghosts are. Yeah. Um, 19 and a half. The largest line in playoff history. That is a relatively short history, but still. Yeah, somebody had to be number four. It was going to be about that no matter who the number four was, so... I think it's good that it's Notre Dame for, you know, a few reasons. We'd like to see Cincy in the playoff, sure. But do we want to see Cincy lose by 20-something points? Not really. Oh, we also forgot to uh, mention Notre Dame and Bama get to square off where? Uh, is it the the Dallas Rose Bowl? <laughs> the, the Rose Bowl in Arlington, Texas. <laughs> yeah. As the sun sets behind the Walmart across the street. <laughs> What a what an amazing like I I would give college football this. It decided that selection Sunday, if it was going to be stupid at the top and frustrating at the top, it was going to go all the way like it, the hits did not stop coming. No, they built they built this whole plane out of stupid. Like I I was I was texting with a buddy who was like, "Oh my, oh wow, you see you see Indiana's playing Old Miss in the Outback Bowl. A real thing that is happening." And then I said, that's hilarious. And then I said, no, wait, Mississippi State playing in a bowl game is, is the most hilarious thing I've seen today. And then a half hour later, I said, no, wait, South Carolina playing in a bowl game is the stupidest, most hilarious thing I've seen all day. South To win South Carolina, South Carolina fired their coach and the two teams South Carolina beat fired their coaches. They're in a bowl. Army, nine win, not in a bowl. There are two bowls named after the Army. Everything is going really well. <laughs> that that contamination pattern for South Carolina is damn impressive. That if you touched South Carolina this year, it instantly killed you. You just got you just got grayscale. And like now they gotta play UAB, the team that's already like died once. <sighs> Are you saying they got grayscale and now they gotta play a dragon? Yes, that's right. Maybe this worked out. We we considered that. Because that that might have worked. That's also, by the way, like putting Ohio State in. I understand that they really had a very difficult matchup in a slow, obstinate, and plotting Northwestern team that was determined to make everything as difficult as possible and and did. It really makes it even funnier that they couldn't even do that and shoehorn Ohio State in and have Ohio State go along with it. Nothing cooperated this weekend. 
nothing cooperated whatsoever. Should have had USC finish off as the Pac-12 champions. They're obviously the best team. They obviously had the best record. They should have come into that game, and they should have played Washington, but Washington had COVID issues. So the Pac-12, being the super sensible team that it is, said, oh, we'll just put the second team in there. Just put Oregon in there, because there's no way USC will lose to Oregon. USC lost to Oregon, and Oregon, the second-place team in the Pac-12 North, is the champion of the conference. It's incredible. But who's, but who's ranked higher in the playoff top 25? You go off. USC, number 17. Oregon, <laughs> Oregon just, just barely cracking the bottom at 25. <laughs> Holy shit. You look, you look up and down this top 25, and it looks like a poorly loaded bus where you're like, oh, that shit's going to tip. They're going to take one hard turn, and that, that fucker is tumbling down a mountain. You've got 10-1 and one BYU right next to 5-1 and one USC. Fucking oh Jesus! And like what a stupid year. <laughs> yeah, I mean it just it's so many, so many, so many discoveries throughout the rankings. San like, San Jose State goes seven and zero, beats Boise State pretty convincingly in the Mountain West Championship game. What do you get for that? Sandwiched between seven and three Oklahoma State and eight and three NC State. Thanks for playing, guys. Have a great day. USC's best win is Arizona uh, State. Three and two Utah. <laughs> oh. Three and two Utah. Can we talk about the Utah? This is the only game I actually want to talk about. Okay. So, Hop in, brother. Um, Wash- Utah beat Washington State um, <clears throat> to close the season. They trailed in this game 28 to 7 at the half. But then Washington State did some amazing shit. They started out the second half with three straight three and outs. Utah scored a touchdown after each one of them and immediately tied the game. It did not get better for Washington State because after another punt, they then turned the ball over on their last four possessions. They got outscored in the second half 38-0 and they lost by 17. A game that they were winning by 21 at halftime they got fucking blown out. It was amazing to watch. It was, in my mind, the true Pac-12 championship. Washington State is the Pac-12 champion for, for, for giving me the most 2020 football game possible. That was it. Thank you. Fair enough. See, I thought you were going to say Ole Miss LSU, which... The- yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. That's also the Pac-12 championship. That's this that's you also- know what? Yeah, okay. LSU can be Pac-12 champion as well. <laughs> because because that game uh with Old Miss, I believe, trailing massively at one point, um the rain kicked in and Old Miss decided to begin running the ball with um the threat everyone really knew that they should have started with, the obvious running threat. That'd be cornerback Matt Corral. Here's my favorite stat from this game. At one point, Matt Corral was the leading rusher for Ole Miss. And he finished as the leading rusher for Ole Miss, running for 158 yards on 17 carries. Matt Corral also, at this point, when they really decided to start running him, had five interceptions. Five. I think this was early third quarter. (laughs) Meaning, the hypothetical 10 interception game was on the table. If they just kept winging it. It was totally there. Yeah. Uh, at one point, 
they were down 34-21. Old Miss clawed back. The rain kicked in. Everything got super sloppy and stupid. Just an incredible mess of a game. Kayshawn Boutte, goodness, he, he had 300 yards receiving, which is unreal. I, I know you're playing Old Miss's defense, and they're mega bad. By the way, that's DJ Durkin. But he has so many other redeeming qualities. <laughs> DJ Durkin! Spinning on the ones and twos. And oh. also having the worst defense in the conference. And that says something, because I watch a lot of Florida defense. Old Miss is much worse. Much, much worse. But at least there's all those, those like personal vouchers that you can pick up for DJ Durkin. Like his skill in management and his concern for player safety. Yeah, DJ Durkin and Bo Pelini, definitely guys worth overlooking personal failings to hire. Mm -hmm. And paying a lot of money to as well. Yeah, a lot of money. I think that's my, you know, guys, fortunately, there's nothing else that we can hold up this year and say, there wasn't even a shitty reason to do this. Sure. Yeah. This, they, I'm, glad, I'm glad that these are isolated, isolated personnel matters. By the way, I was mad at Florida for letting Max Johnson have, you know, 240 yards passing or whatever and, you know, a TD. Um, I don't know what I'd be as an old Miss fan because they let him throw for 435 yards and three scores. As a freshman. Counterpoint. Nothing matters this year. Nothing. Perfect game. Alex McDaniel had my favorite line on this, which is about halfway through the game when all the other games started to become lopsided and complete blowouts. I believe it was Alex McDaniel on Twitter who said, what do we tell everyone switching over to this game, what they're watching? Do we <laughs> tell them? That's a great question. What do we say? <laughs> I just like that everyone wandering over to this game. You know when, okay, you know when Two-Face is in the hospital bed in the dark night and Heath Ledger kind of sidles up to him in that nurse's uniform and Two-Face rolls us over in the bed and Heath Ledger's like, hi. <laughs> that that exact tone just like somebody finding you at the lowest point of how you actually live and don't want other people to see and just going don't tell anyone don't tell anyone are you looking at the number of tabs i have open uh in this public shopping cart no okay. no because i'm not going to look at you and, and and judge i'm still stuck on helen rosner's idea of serving a bowl of flaming hot cheetos at a party and applying edible gold leaf to like three Cheetos in the bowl and just never commenting on it. You got the golden Cheeto. Now there's nobody here, so I can always get the golden Cheeto. That... I'm not dying of loneliness. You're dying of loneliness. Here's sports. Speaking of never being alone. Um, Old Miss LSU. No. Um, I, I wanted to update everybody um, before we really put a fork in the playoff rankings goodness they put nc state ahead of oregon see sure yeah, why not up. why not what oregon they... didn't even win the fucking division <laughs> nc state won nc state played like a hundred games nc state worked hard for that number 22 23 ranking nc state nc state played an nba schedule it played 72 games <laughs> They did. They did things like, "Oh yeah, listen, we we need an off day because we're going back to back." You joke, but Bretman Burphy on Twitter today was like, "Yeah, I think it was BYU and Liberty had conversations about playing in multiple bowl games." 
Like, that's a thing that... that oh my Wait, God. I misread that. I thought they meant that they were talking to several different bowls about joining that bowl. No, no. I think, oh. I think, what, I think what was suggested there, because both are playing... Both are playing in a bowl game. BYU is playing in the Boca Raton uh, Bowl against UCF. Liberty is playing uh, undefeated Coastal Carolina in the Cure Bowl. And I think what he's saying is that Liberty and BYU had gone to other bowls or other bowls had reached out to them and were like, hey, how would you feel about a second bowl game? Since when does Liberty believe in health care? Nobody said they did. I'm wondering if they know where the Cure Bowl money goes. Oh, yeah. What is Georgia doing up? Oh, God, I can't look at any of this. If there's any, I'm just saying, if there's any school that is pro-breast cancer, it's Liberty. The Raging Cajuns are still nine spots behind Iowa State. But this this is what I'm saying. Spencer, why doesn't doesn't that make sense? That would mean you're saying this like those teams played. Counterpoint, they did. What? Spencer. Yeah. We canceled canceled all non-conference games this year. That's right. So there's no way we can compare two teams from different conferences. Iowa State is in a power conference. Is it worse that they watched all the games? They shouldn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) They should not say that. This is it. This is the solution. All you Jeff Long, Kirby Hocutt, Gary Barta types, they trot out every year to blurt at Reese Davis. Yeah, y'all need to start saying, well, the committee watched none of the games this year. Someone told us what they look like. Yeah. You know, we asked some people. Instead of eye tests, we went by, like, rumor test. You know what? These folks are going to have to answer one day to the ultimate eye test. My favorite part about this. <laughs> I just interrupted my sermon. All right, go ahead. My favorite part about this is how um, this year, for whatever reason, ESPN has decided to play the role of shame on the playoff committee. How dare the playoff committee? Which is kind of like finding out your son has been um, like spin kicking kids at school and being like, oh, how could he? You are the one who put him in karate class repeatedly. You did that. Shut up. Yeah, this is, this is, that is, by the way, of course, I mean, that's ESPN going, you know, it'd be real cool. <laughs> <laughs> An eight team playoff. What no, if- no, no, no. Bill Hancock said that would never happen. And everyone keeps saying he's a very nice man <laughs> again somebody should just ask the next time that man gets a, gets anything be like how much do you love rubber chicken your whole life is about getting a rubber chicken getting invited to a banquet so somebody could be like you're real nice read these three things take a bullet for us say some nice stuff do the thing that pr people do and get that plate of rubber chicken will that there love. be George, creme brulee George. afterwards <laughs> George Schroeder said this to me like 10 years ago, and I've carried it in my heart ever since. I am absolutely convinced that Bill Hanstock's dog is, or Bill Hanstock, sorry, Bill Hanstock, (laughs) uh, apologies to Bill Hanstock, who does not listen to this program, that Bill Hancock's dog is named Dog. Oh, 100%. Meet my my son, boy. (laughs) You're doing doing this voice like the the middle son in Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. The one who's like, it smells so good, mother. Terrorist, doesn't it? That was a terrifying Miss Piggy. Thank you. Miss Piggy and I have a lot in common. I, You know what? Sports. 
So uh, an old tweet from uh, Christy Dosh. Bill, Bill, Bill Hancock does indeed have a dog named Dog. There's a dog on his desk with the tag Dog. Wait, what? <laughs> we don't make anything up. Oh, my God. We've never told a joke. Wait. at my hands. Is Bill Hancock biblical Adam? Like, Adam sure. was asked to name all the animals, right? I was just going to suggest anyone near Bill Hancock and the sound of our voices poke him to see if he's missing a rib. Jason, which side is it on? It doesn't say. Okay. Poke see if sides. he's got a squishy side. Squeeze yeah. him. Poke, He'll say, poke oh, all. my. <laughs> Listen, if he cared about social ribs. distancing, he wouldn't be in a hotel ballroom in Dallas. It's fine. Just do it. I would not, by the way, put it past any of them to just to insist that they'd actually. I, I, how many games? I think they watched like three games. No, I think, I think they watched all of them, and it's just like you can just say they know they can say whatever they want. Yep. Like why, it, the, uh, man? Why try? Just, just like seriously, they should just send out. Who'd be their worst spokesman? That's not, all right, their worst spokesman's Gary Barr. Gar- <laughs> I was like, how their, is yeah, this not, Their worst really spokesman is the one they have. <laughs> like, I think they picked the one. You think they're just going around and Barry's like, hold on, watch this. Um, hey, you He's start- like a Teddy Ruxpin and you pull the string out of him in the back? <laughs> you just, the minute, I think they just picked Game the one. control. They picked the one. They're like, hey, go get uh, go get the guy who gives us drinks. So they go and get like the, the 22-year-old intern who doesn't know any better. And they put him in a chair. Chad, and let's like, call him Chad. Okay, so Chad gets to sit in a chair. And they're like, hey, we're going to start talking. And Barry starts talking. And he's like, this dude makes sense. And someone else starts talking. And they're like, yeah, this guy makes sense. Our Slocum talks. And he's like, whoa, hey, Tex. And then uh, Gary Barta starts talking. And instinctively, the 22-year-old is just like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I cannot stand the way... God, <laughs> Or does he... Does, the, does Gary Barta's continued presence in the playoff committee mean that this kid just starts bleeding from the eyeballs? Yeah. <laughs> and in the corner, Kobe Hocutt's like, hey, hey, guys, it happened again. That's Can we get a replacement body? Hey, yeah. Uh, we're going to need a new Chad on yeah. seven. Yeah. yeah. They pick new whichever Chad one. To seven, please. Get something in a Kevin this time. They pick whichever one inspires the most kind of, like, blind rage. And they go, that's it. That's the one. Barry did it again. Barry Garda. <sighs> yeah. Just Barry Alvarez putting up the most annoying guy. Being like, no, you're you're the one. You can do this. Gary Barda's like, it's because of my speaking skills, right? <laughs> He's like if Andrew Luck had had the right allergy meds is the closest thing I can come to. <sighs> yeah. I think they put, yeah, I think it's just the biggest dork because... Man, Jeff Long doing that shit for three years? Mm-hmm. That set the tone. And That's... the tone has been maintained ever since he left. You know what this is, though? This is jock, this is jock on nerd violence. Because it's all these coaches who used to be football players going like, hey, man, put, put, let's put the nerd out there. Let the nerd take well, the hit. Not, not just let's put the nerd out there. Let's make the nerd explain our jock decisions. They need, yeah, which he can't do at all. No. Uh, so Seth Galena has pointed this out, and I've noticed it every single time since. Uh, they always praise Iowa State's running game. Like, they are, the committee is astounded by they how good Iowa State each is. Notes. Well, like, each week, each week when yeah. they do, they've done it for a month or two. But basically the entire time they've been meeting this year, they, each week they praise Iowa State's incredible running game. Iowa State ranks um, 16th. 
in rushing success rate. Like, it is nothing special at all. But for some reason, it has just won the committee's eye. Um, I just realized something. This is like they're doing what we do with Bill Connolly, only they have to do it on television, and we just have to go on regional radio. They're all copying off somebody, except they don't have anybody smart to copy off, right? No. Because they sound like all of us memorizing Bill's preview and then going on like Louisville radio to be like, oh, yeah, Bowling Green. So I, I think they actually here's, – here's my conspiracy theory. I think the playoff committee said, ugh. We're not putting Cincinnati in. We're just not doing it. We're definitely not putting Coastal Carolina in. We know they're undefeated. We know that they've played more games than some of the playoff teams. We know that the, some of the playoff teams don't necessarily have significantly better strength of schedule or haven't like necessarily done better on like done eons better um, on the analytics. But we're just not doing it. So what we need to do to give ourselves cover is fill the rest of the top 25 with bullshit as well. Like, it is amazing that Iowa State played for its first conference title in like 100 years. And through playoff committee fuckery, everybody's pointing at Iowa State and being like, how dare you? How yeah. dare you? How dare you high on the hog fuckers take from the less fortunate once again? How dare the elite Iowa State Cyclones fuck with Coastal Care? And it's just like, it's such a masterful job because you look up all up and down. It's like, yeah, it's all made to get you mad. It's all made to not make sense. It's a beautiful job of smuggling in the base fuckery by surrounding it with more fuckery. Okay. So, I don't know. Hog fuckers. Y'all see Brett got a job. Hey. <laughs> Congratulations, Illinois. You're going to be, you're going to be writing some checks for more boats. Live. That's from it. Brett Bielema's car. It's. <laughs> We're not making that. <laughs> That's what the header on the announcement said. Because he was FaceTiming from its car and some brilliant person at ESPN. And I mean that. I'm not being sarcastic. Somebody was like, dude, I got the chance to put the header live from Brett Bielema's car on here. And oh, I'm going to do absolutely. it. absolutely. You got to take that joy where you can get it. Yeah. And they did it. So it was like his big old country ham of a face, right? Just like, hi, I'm Brett Bielema. It's, and, it's such a dad move. It's such a dad move that when they reached out to him, I'm sure they were like, hey, can you, like, stop somewhere along the way? Because they did that earlier this year with somebody. I forget who. But he was like, no, man, I'm making good time. Absolutely no way I'm stopping this car. You kidding me? The mileage I'm getting right now is amazing. <laughs> Gotta get to Champaign-Urbana. <laughs> if I get to a rest stop, I'll stop you there. And that, that's what I'm going to chow down on, that, that, chicken, that surfboard chicken sandwich for Burger King. I love those. Extra he mayo. May he made a he made a well, fatal. I, uh, I just had a uh, I just had a whole bunch of meatball subs and I I got I got to really sit on the john so it's we're, yeah. we're not going to be pulling over to stop because I got to keep going if you know Jason, what I mean until Jason, we get there rapidly. That's the super quality because you said John, which is totally what Brett Fielema calls it. As yeah, yeah, you call it the you call it something like the fucking like the crapper, right? The head, the head, the crapper. No, the, the head implies military service. And, Look at his uh, haircut. He's definitely lied about being in the military before. <laughs> he was an Iowa Hawkeye. He was a troop. We kept the Hawkeye as a troop. A troop. A troop. But yeah, they did, like, that's it. Brett Bielema, by the way, 
Folks, that's Ryan Nanny claiming that Brett Bielema has lied about his military record. <laughs> Listen, he and pulled reach him at 38 Godfrey on Twitter. He pulled a rookie mistake, though, because if he's in transit and he was in the car, that lets us know that he was going somewhere. So if he doesn't show up to Champaign-Urbana by, like, Tuesday, we'll know that, like, I found a casino along the way. No, dude, he had to make a round of all the wing stops to say goodbye. <laughs> And I'll take <laughs> Tony, Tony, Ronnie, Telly, Dutch, other Tony, Steve, other Tony. <laughs> to be my sunshine after these wings. Family doesn't come along very often, but. <laughs> Just doing the boys to men monologue to the wing. Hello, chicken wing. From wing stop number seven. Just imagine Brett Bielema doing like a car TikTok and holding up a chicken wing up to his face to do the the deep voice part of the voice to men monologue. Parents don't have a favorite child, and Brett doesn't have a favorite wing stop. But secretly, (laughs) wing stop number seventeen thirty three. It's always been you. I think all of your wings are top. I said I wouldn't get emotional. No, now we've come. Uh. To the yeah. end of the bone. <laughs> I, it's unnatural. <laughs> it's all natural. All natural meat here at Wingstop. All natural. It's definitely meat. Um, oh, man, that's our drive through chain. It's definitely meat. It's, it's definitely, definitely meat. meat. Brett Bielema, ground floor investor. I tell you, that's all you have to do. It de- it's definitely meat. He'd be like, how much can I give you? Right there on the marquee, it says, why wouldn't it be meat? Yeah. <laughs> Stop total, asking questions. Totally welcome to, exonerated. Welcome to It's Definitely Meat. Are you a cop? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm overjoyed. Go out to that, the trunk, throw open my car doors. I just got it full of like 30 robots that tell jokes while vacuuming your floor. I would totally. This is bu- all happening, y'all. I would totally, by the way, just go like eat wings and drink beer with Brett Bielema just to watch him do that, because I bet it's majestic. I've been thinking a lot about killing myself. Don't, because one day you might get to see Brett Bielema house an entire plate of wings while talking. I uh. guarantee you, Brett Bielema is the like, hey, the, uh, dibs on the celery, because I'm making good choices in 2020. <laughs> I'm being healthy. Yep. It's gonna gonna push it all through. Um. God. It's like a toilet snake for your body. Oh, Jesus <laughs> that, that's the, that's that's Big Ten thinking, baby. <laughs> oh, speaking. <laughs> speaking. It's not. Of, listen, it's not worse than South Carolina playing in a fucking bowl game. It's just not. It's not. You're saying me saying that is worse than Americans and their children having to watch more South Carolina football? I disagree. I want to ask one question. How many games would Coastal Carolina have had to have won in a single season to have made the playoff? Uh, I haven't. 47. 47. Jason? How many of those games are against ACC opponents? Oh, I mean, the ACC played like 30 games, so like 20, 25. They're getting 25 games against ACC opponents? Yeah. That's just a smidgen of the ACC. They only need like they only need like 9 ACC wait, wait, opponents. Wait, 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 wait. 5 of those are against Syracuse though. That's mm-hmm. fine. That's a power conference win. Okay. Okay. Holly, how many games? What? 
How many games would Coastal Carolina have needed to play to make the playoff this year? She's thinking about the toilet snake thing still. Wow! 47. The answer is 47. 47? I had 33. It just felt I right. I mean, it's it's either they they get 8-plus power conference games or the number doesn't. 9,000 non-power <laughs> games. Who gives a shit? They're not going to make it. That's that. This is all showing that the NCAA football game uh, for various video game platforms is completely full of it because you would go 30-0 and 0 and they would say, oh, maybe it's time you move up, big boy. Nope. College football, you go like, you can win 30 games in a row. You can win 40 games in a row. They're like, you stay right there in the Sun Belt where you belong. This when is the shit they have to... elites not like Coastal. When they have to bring this game back, or when they bring this game back, this is the shit they got to put in it. Like, they got to say, like, cool, you went 12-0 and with BYU? You're number nine in the country. Have a, <laughs> have a great fucking day. <laughs> My favorite thing is, like, and you can go back and track this. You look at the computers, you look at a general composite of the computers, and you compare it to the playoff rankings. There is a five to ten spot tax applied to every non-power team every single time they, sh- they should have been power teams yeah i mean it's, it's right there in the name yeah byu like it's crazy to me we, we're, we're acting like byu has like three or four losses or something byu should still be in the top 10 they're 10 and 1 they're, they're clearly really good sorry need three but, loss we need three but, loss florida there but jason <laughs> but, but jason alabama had to beat all those teams like Auburn, uh, Auburn? Yep. and Mississippi State. They played Tennessee. Hey, they th- played Florida. I'm told. Mm-hmm. Look at look at all the. What I'm trying to get at is, in this year of all fucking years, can you really make an argument for strength of schedule within conference play? No. Nope. Yeah. I mean, with no nobody playing out of conference games, how the fuck do we know if Florida's any good? Also. They beat a bunch of teams that played Florida. To our point earlier, when there were out-of-conference games, it still didn't fucking matter. They still fucked Louisiana over. The 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 only thing non-conference taught us this entire year is that the Sun Belt Conference is better than the Big 12 Conference. (laughs) Yet, multiple Big 12 teams rank ahead of the undefeated Sun Belt champion. I, the I, national governing body fucked over coastal Louisiana. I also hmm. like that this is now set up a bowl season where you have good, like legitimately good group of five teams that are going to go play these dog shit power five teams. <laughs> and it's this inverse where normally you have like disappointed power five team and it's like, well, they're not going to show up. But if you're, if you're Tulsa, you're number yeah. 24, In you almost beat... This is absolutely the only thing I'm living for at this you, point. You're Tulsa. You almost beat Cincinnati to win the conference. Very close game. Very like very tough game. Your reward for this is to go to TCU Stadium and play Mississippi State, who's three and seven. Tulsa what? players opt out. Why would you care yeah. about this? Yeah, Tulsa. <laughs> Tulsa players, please say just uh, we 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 had fun playing quality opponents. Uh, yeah, we, we think we've said all we need to say. Yeah. 
Case is like, made. I mean, Tulsa had a hell of a year. Tulsa had like three or four comeback wins. Like they, they, Cincinnati they, swept almost, their ass off. Almost, almost beat, beat Oklahoma, State. Oklahoma State. Every single Tulsa game this year was awesome. I don't think they need to dr- the drama of yeah, Tulsa. It's time for you to be gracious and let a t- another team that's maybe a little less fortunate uh, have have a turn playing with Mississippi State. Just such it looks garbage. like fun playing such, State. Such stupid garbage. Oh. This was uh, unquestionably the dumbest season in college football history, and that is saying it's it's almost it's it's belittling it to say it's saying a lot. Like it, it takes and it's it's something completely unimaginable to be the dumbest season in college football history, and yet it was this by a mile. Like, and this is how it comes to a finish. <laughs> yes. Like, well, what a cherry on top. Uh, you know, I don't even know where to, you know, we joked before the show about making a top 20, a list of the top 25 dumbest things from this weekend. And I don't even think that would be enough. I, I don't really know what to tell you. Like Sunbelt could have put a headshot on Ohio State, right? Could have could have sniped Ohio State in an out of conference game 22-21. Could have done everything and people would have gone, well, Ohio State really got it together. So let's just put him in. That's the other thing. It's like, all right, the top four teams, right? You know, the top four or five or six teams that we know will be really talented every year. The teams that win recruiting, look at the top six of signing day right now. It is those teams. Those teams during each season have to make the argument that they should not be in the playoff. Whereas every other team has to hope that happens and they are also able to make the counter argument, right? Like Bama starts with a birthright in the playoff. Bama usually deserves it. That's fine. Ohio State does the same. This year, does Ohio State deserve it? No, but they weren't able to make a convincing argument to the contrary. Like when you have this mix of best team and most deserving team, well, we know who the best teams are. Do we give a shit who the best teams are? No, because Cincinnati deserves to be there. Like we know Ohio State would beat Cincinnati. Who gives a fuck? It's like figure skating or like slalom skiing or wherever where you're like, we do point deductions, to be clear. Like, that's how this works. You tell us what you're going to do, and then we t- take off points when you fuck up. But Ohio State just skated for 47 seconds, and it was like, here's your gold medal. And Great if job. we're going to start having a presentation element, we are going to have to talk about these uniforms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a spangle in sight, you pieces of shit. I'd love to see Bama. Talking to you, Under Armour. That's the see- that's the reason why Coastal Carolina should be in the playoffs on uniforms alone, because that is some, I'm going to go win the silver for the Ukraine. That's what that is right there. They're doing the Pemchenko. <laughs> they do have beautiful, like, early Russian Federation era sports uniforms. And they the really breathless do. courtside, ringside words of Kate Mosley, you want to win, don't you? that's and you know what you know it needs to pick it up frankly if we're grading on uh if we're grading on presentation alabama i'm sorry you just got red white and some numbers well it's simple and classic Uh, really you want to come in the you want to come in the presentation element and go simple and classic those are figure skates pal please not a single rhinestone on that uniform god a rhinestone uniform would be incredible which school would do it first I think Miami, all the coaches Miami. that would have done it are dead. Miami? Miami would do it. 
Yes. Are, you're, wait, you're telling me that you can put you can put something approximating a diamond on a uniform and Miami wouldn't do it. I feel oh. like they would be mocked in their hometown for for fake jewelry, right? Well, oh, yeah, they like, would this say is how you stones, but then it would be real. Well, this is how you lose Rick Ross as a, a you know, as a an honorary alumni. Sure. And you hate that you would hate to see that. No, yeah, I think that's that dries sure. up the whole institution. For some reason, I just felt Arkansas State. I don't know if that's because or like. No, because like rhinestone real tree is a big thing. North Texas. Mm. No, they're out there. They do uh -huh. have a they do have a performing arts program. So. Best ever, rhinestone cowboy football team out of Denton. That didn't scan either, and I Man, apologize. That's, <laughs> that's what they'd be called too. These are the rhinestone cowboy uniforms, and I, I'd go, I, I'd, I'd mark out for them. Best ever rhinestone ball team out like, of Denton. Will these cause serious abrasions on impact? Absolutely. That's these a guarantee, partner. That's how they sold the coach on. They're like, I don't know about these. They're a little showy. And they'd be like, the other team will bleed when they come into contact with them. All right, yeah, suit them up. Let's do it. You know that you're going to play us. You're going to have abrasions. Serious abrasions. Um. You know, I did want to update everybody on this, that the full cast does nothing but determine reality. Because we told the story of Dale McLaughlin, who went from Scotland to the Isle of Man for love and paid for it by going to prison. He's in jail in the Isle of Man for visiting his girlfriend on a jet ski. I left one thing out last week, by the way, that Holly pointed out to me. Did we miss the point? Where Dale McLaughlin cannot swim? Yeah, miss I missed point. that. We did miss that point. I, I missed the part where Dale McLaughlin did not know how to swim. I'm su I'm not surprised that you missed out on somebody not knowing how to swim, but I am disappointed in the rest of us. Why would I? I am a great swimmer. I'm very good at it. <clears throat> I enjoy it. Server, we're going to edit that out. It's one of my favorite things. So that happened, and you think, oh, certainly nothing could top that. Certainly nothing could. And I'm not saying this necessarily tops it, but it doesn't. It is, For the record, it does not. No, I not think at all. I think elements of it are co equal. I, I do which is this that um I think elements of it are co equal. <laughs> Gary Barda. Am I Gary ass. Barda? <laughs> you called me Gary Barda. And for that I'm gonna give you a contract extension. You know, the committee decided this Georgia girl who got, violated COVID protocols to watch her boyfriend's jet ski competition was really more go ahead, asshole. Skylar Mack, an eighteen year old college student from where? Skylar Mack. Skylar Mack. That's right, Georgia. Yep. From Georgia. Was sentenced to four months in prison in the Cayman Wait, Islands. Is this a, a sky, a, a he Skyler or a she Skyler? A, a she Skyler. A Skyle her. A Skyle her. Sorry, I needed to know what kind of, of crime we were dealing with here. Thank Actually, you. a Skyle har. Gender it's... is a social construct, but I need to know what manner of Skyler this is. S K Y L A R. Okay, the traditional spelling. Mm hmm. For, because when I read it first, I was like, okay, whatever, Kaylee. And I really wasn't far named Skylar. And she um, she broke the British Caribbean Territory's COVID-19 protocol. Why? Because she had to go and visit her boyfriend who was competing in a jet skiing competition. That's right. The jet ski oh. and COVID-19 meeting again. 
The nexus of the two, yet again, sending someone to the pokey. This time, though, I am dumbfounded at how bad she needed to see her boyfriend that she was willing to risk prison in the Caribbean. I know you think prison in the Caribbean. Ah, festive! Warm! Yeah, it's warm. <laughs> That's the problem. You're in an unair conditioned hut, right? Like a box. That and you get fed like real crappy food for for four months. Think about that. Four months. I just yeah, I mean, this is more confusing to me because like Dale, I like I can see where he got there. I don't agree with his choices, and I would have made different ones, but I understand he had a plan. Skylar was allowed to go to the Cayman Islands. Like, that was that was okay. She took a test, a COVID test when she got there, and they told her, okay, now isolate for two weeks. The point at which she crosses the line, so it's not going there that crosses the line. It's the point where she leaves isolation to go watch a jet ski race, which I will admit I have never gone to, but has to be one of the least appealing in-person spectator sports. How do you even perceive that? You don't. It's just loud and wet and wavy. That's it. What you did? You weren't a big fan of Wave Race '64. Wave Race wave was race. Wave Race. Listen, Wave Race was great. Thank you, Holly. Ever since but, you guys started talking about that game, it's the only thing I can hear is that voice. But the boyfriend is the one playing Wave Race. She is playing a different game where you stand on the beach 200 yards away from Wave Race and watch. Ryan sounds like he has had to sit through a lot of jet ski races in his time. No, my but like... I bet someone the, is on Twitch right now streaming Wave Race and people are watching it. Again, you'd have to watch it from like down the street for it to be the same experience. This is, by the way, the most... I bet that's happening somewhere on Twitch. But, but... Someone is outside looking into a house <laughs> where someone is playing Wave Race 64. Spence, but Spencer, who you is know, the primary? Way, all outside the house looking in as our friends and loved ones play Wave Race. Spencer, who so is the sad. primary? Who is the primary family member cited? Uh, who comments in this in this story? Let's see. The primary family member would be the grandmother. That's right. And do mm -hmm. you know why the grandmother's commenting on this story? Why? Because she's not thrilled that her daughter is, or her granddaughter, is dating a professional jet ski racer. That's why. Why? <laughs> because she's a Georgia grandma. So is there any money in that jet ski race? <laughs> no. she, knows, she knows there isn't. Has this girl got a Hope Scholarship? I need to know. Not anymore. <laughs> this is, by the Wait, way... don't tell me there's an... You, you can keep your hope scholarship if you get arrested. There'd be nobody left. I bet it's there's a, a jet. I bet actually, I bet jet ski crimes are exempt. It'd be too common. <laughs> yes, you get a, you get a little bump actually. You get a little. It's stipend. paid for by yeah. the fucking lottery. Of course, you can <laughs> ride a jet ski. Thank you, <laughs> Spencer. I would I would point this out by the way that that yeah the grandmother the grandmother was saying this too because she's seen this before she's like i've seen jet ski i've seen jet ski and scoundrels don't make the take mistakes down. i did scholar take down yeah. the talented women yeah. of this family grandma's like back back when i was your age oh i had my heart broken by a I, dashing jet skier i was Mama, i was gonna be a <laughs> jet i was gonna be a chemist but i gave it all up 
for Duke Jet Ski, the original jet ski artist. <laughs> oh, man. Well, are there jet ski rodeo clowns? Yes, there were. She dated, my, I've already she decided my second husband is going to be unfathomably wealthy, but my third one's going to be just for fun. Jet ski radio clown? A rodeo clown? Buddy, if I wanted a jet ski radio clown, I would just... He needed a step stool to get here. Hey! Um, so, yeah, the thing about this, by the way, in the Sir, case... just take out everything that could get me killed. So, Dale McLaughlin did not get his lady in jail, okay? And in this, which is also, by the way, another, like, an epic entry into bad, lame boyfriend. Instead of playing Wave Race... And making your girl watch you play Wave Race, right? Like, hey, why don't you watch me play video games? Why don't you race. watch me? Yeah, why don't you let me do Wave Race in real life? And then you watch it from 200 yards away. And oh, by the way, I help you get the monitor that was keeping you. And this is the other thing, by the way. She just thought, oh, I'm just going to have you loosen this up because it's a little tight. Oh, okay. uh huh. She had the little like ankle monitor on. Oh, it's, it's cutting into me a little bit. Can you guys loosen it up? Oh, two days later, it's off. And she's watching her boyfriend do wave race IRL. Do you and think then, the jet ski racing community is plagued by its own I'm playoff in the committee? Corner, and it's like. Jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> do you think there's like a jet ski playoff committee and people are just fucking furious? Yeah. This no. is not what we stand for. That's right. How can you explain these in inconsistencies? Dylan finished third in the last two races, and yet you've got him ahead of other Dylan who finished second. I would bet, by the way. Uh, it's Dylan's all the way down. Yeah. I think in the jet ski community, Coastal Carolina is a <laughs> They're the power five team. Yeah, uh, they are. all the uh, Notre Dame it's jet skiers are just pissed about Coastal Carolina seas. hogging all the spots. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame is definitely the least jet ski of the four teams in the playoff. Notre Dame is like the that's they're the fucking bowling green of jet skiing. <laughs> well, they're cop they're cops, so they hate jet skis. That's true. They're, they're jet ski cops. Nah, those those are uh, that's Coast Guard, bro. It's different. Yeah, I mean that's what they're called. <laughs> you probably if you're if you're a Coast Guard cop, by the or if you're like a jet ski cop. That first day is exhilarating because you're like, man, I, I drive a jet ski for a living. Day three, you're like, oh, God, get me off this thing. Because let's be honest. If you were on a boat or a jet ski of your own and another jet ski pulled up to you that said police on it, would you take that seriously? <laughs> absolutely I abso not. I absolutely would be like, no, you just put those fucking letters on there yourself. There's no I such thing as a jet ski I would start looking around for DJ Khaled's camera crew. Correct. Yes. <laughs> So like, so like jet ski chase on the ocean. You're both going fucking 15 miles an hour. <laughs> Are they gonna throw down a, a like a, one of the, the spiky thing in the water? No. Nope. Nope. Absolutely not. Just just keep wing going. a man of war at your head. Yeah. There's just ocean no... ain't gonna run out of water. Keep going. There's no there's no incentive. Like jet ski cop has got to be the least respected of the cops. What if you do that and you just go in circles? And they have to pursue you for hours. Like, and like you're both what? sunburned. Like, how do you even pull over in the ocean? I'm so parched. <laughs> so dehydrated. <laughs> Please stop. 
<laughs> if you stop, I will get you a bottled water. <laughs> okay, yeah, the cop has to the cop has to entice you into into pulling over to the sandbar. Yeah. Or what if you do this? If you're the idiot. No, no. Like, here's what here's what you do. You stop, and then the like <laughs> the cop gets the off cop his has jet to ski. get off the jet ski and then you gun it. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> what if you go all and the way he's up? Gotta wade back to <laughs> I would he's let like, him oh, like climbing get... back on this is the worst. It never looks cool. I would let him get right up close to you and then jet ski like four feet away. <laughs> and just do this repeatedly. I'm just taking I'm just taking the jet ski out to international waters, like just as far Spencer, as I can. You can't swim. Uh, as soon as, as, soon as you, hit, you hit international water, you cross that barrier and the cop can't. That's right. That's your, <laughs> your stars go away. The cop's like, where the fuck did he go? I, that's certainly what I would assume. I would just sit there. The cop's like, I can see you. You know, you're like, no, nope, I'm invisible. This well, that would work too. Because everyone knows where the national lion, lion is. You can see it. It's it's just, right there on top of the water. So if you're on one side of it and cops on the other, you can be like, neener, neener, neener. He can't do, do anything. Do jet ski cops oh. have to wear pants on the jet ski? Absolutely not. No, you could Donald Duck it. You could just wear <laughs> you know, you could wear a full police uniform down to the waist Doesn't and then look. like a Speedo. Do you think Donald Duck wears a Speedo? <laughs> if I were a jet ski cop, I would. I'd wear a Tanga. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so at the end of each shift... Does it uh, say police they, across the bus? Absolutely, yeah. What's right? What like, color? Does it say seven reflective letters across the bus? What color stripe do I need to put on my American flag to honor jet ski cops? So Deal. on this on Deal. this conga, you have like a, a holster and a radio and and, <gasps> and and other equipment, right? You got sure. the no, whole utility all, belt on the conga. For sure. Zinc. Yeah, that's... You, and there's no way I'm not gonna. You know what? If I'm a jet ski cop, you're giving me a harpoon gun, and somebody's gonna say, "What's that for?" And I'm like, "Danger, justice." It's justice. because I've gotten off the jet ski and then fucking drive away. That's why. I think. No, well, that is stop. Then just, no, then, then you're barefoot water ski. My, co my cousin got harpooned by a jet ski cop. No, but what if they? What if they pierce the hole of the jet ski? Then you're just being bodily dragged through shallow water. <laughs> Je does it, jet ski cop. I, I, I hope jet ski cop carries a taser. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Taser and they're just and they're like body of saline and they're like, water. That's well, that's idea. the the entire third day of 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 uh, jet ski police academy is do not use your taser. Do I'm not sorry. use it. Do not use your taser. And but you know, Jesse Cop gets on. He grabs his taser, and he's like, see, "I am, I am the stingray, waiting." Oh, they see like one recruit's hand just keeps drifting towards his holster. Ah. Like, <laughs> Jeffrey, no. <laughs> I'm gonna Wait, do it. Jason, I'm gonna tase the ocean. I'm gonna tase the ocean. <laughs> Here's the other thing. This when, is, how, if how if many you are people get out of Jet Ski Academy and Jet Ski Police Academy and try and fish <laughs> with a taser. <laughs> I'm gonna find the white whale that took my leg and I'm gonna tase it. Here's That's my, what I'm here's gonna my, do. Here, here's my question. If you let's say you are a good jet ski cop and you successfully arrest somebody, what next? Well, you, you gotta get all the way back in. <laughs> yeah, you gotta How? go. How? I got an answer. They, Parasail. They have to stay. Parajail! It's Parajail! 
I That's think how they we have to. No, nah, they have time. to scooch in on your jet ski with their arms <laughs> around your waist. <laughs> they handcuff themselves around your waist. Yeah, and then you got to yeah. carry them all the way in like a backpack. Sure, Man, I would you know they're going to pee on top. you. I'm super buoyant. I mean, yeah, that's all they can do. That's all the citizen can do to protest the the, the tyranny of the state is pee on a jet ski cop. I'm telling you, para jail. We have a little jail that all I do is I take you in your 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 restraints. I put you on the parasail behind me, and then you get a beautiful view. And a this nice costs seventy dollars an hour, citizen. <laughs> and we, oh, see, there we go, carceral state. We charge you for it, right? You're like, hey, yeah. what? What's this parasail oh. fee that oh, I see you, here? You got you got a coupon at Indian River Fruit. Okay, never mind. It's only fifty dollars. <laughs> never mind. No, no, you're good. It's fine. <laughs> I just can't wait to take a jet ski to international waters and just be like. I got my own private casino out here. <laughs> Just a deck, of, a deck of cards and whatever spare change I fit in my Speedo. And the... <laughs> ah, this is living. Big Pimpin' starts playing off a Walkman. <laughs> Just me, God, and my jet ski. <laughs> this terrifying manta ray that's been following me. Waterworld was a how-to. <laughs> This is awesome. It's a one-man booze cruise. <laughs> Some people just pay for these. I just drive out until it's free. It's my own high school reunion. <laughs> just me. I look great. Now, I can... that, now that it didn't happen, is it safe to reveal that my uh, 20th high school reunion was supposed to be at a Shoney's? I know that y'all can verify this because I showed you the invitation. Damn. <laughs> You should have you know, gone and told everybody you're a jet ski cop now. Shit. Jason, Next year. Jason, you know what you're going to need to have your own one-man jet ski casino? Besides need, a jet ski? You're going to need money. You're going to need some startup funds. Oh, shit, Spencer. That was smooth. You know? Nice, nice job. Yeah, I <clears throat> I, uh, I thought we were going to end up sneaking this back in, recording it afterward and sneaking it back in. But that is an incredible save by Spencer. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Jet ski. Jet ski. Dr jet ski police academy dropouts you're gonna need a fallback right you need a fi financial fallback <laughs> while you while you save up to apply there's a there's a 25 dollar fee each time you apply to be a jet Nailed ski cop and uh yeah you're, you're, you're gonna need to save it up acorns is the country's leaving saving and investing app uh those who have been following along have been riveted as i have increased my pile from five dollars to 75 dollars and 96 cents I can afford three admissions to uh, Jet Ski Police Academy. It's very it's, easy. It's very Jet Scademy, just so you know. Jet Scademy. That's a that's a competing. Compete. So I think it's 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 uh, you know. Oh yeah, that sounds very official. That's, that, that's the fire department. I apologize. Well, it sounds very official, Police Academy, but like you know, they're they're competing against each other. There's multiple ones, like right next door to each other. Sure. It's like it's like the vision of like there's, there should be private. <laughs> Private prisons and private judges and private, you know, police forces. That's actually why, how it works on the ocean. Why do the jet ski cops also rent bikes and sell taffy? Uh, Is it let's bad see, that looking I got into... like an aspirational "this could be me" pang right when you said that? No. <laughs> looking into the uh, market performance section of my Acorns, and uh, it says I well, the line's going up still. That's all we need to know. Market gain loss plus 0.90%. It's almost the whole percent that I've made off the magic of the market. 
And that's without doing any like any like daily like gamey check-ins and whatever. It just goes in and then it goes up. Acorns.com slash full cast. It goes God, in and it goes up. It's like being Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, it's about, an Ohio State oh in your God, pocket. Because either way, you're talking about the Bucks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Slam. Catching it off the glass. Also, uh, Acorn is similar to a Bucknut. It's a Bucknut, yeah. That's fair. Is, is a Bucknut an Acorn? Nope, but that's not going to stop us. Both of them become more than they were the 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 acorn becomes the tree the acorn app in your pocket becomes your retirement account if you really go hard after 20 years on the jet ski force after you're finally ready to hang it up after you do your time retire with honors with badges and medals clanking around as you bounce along the waves (laughs) medals on your uh on your on your life preserver uh yeah it's it's all about it's all about tiny things becoming and and and, and the Ohio State the Bucknut right every yeah. year just becomes a playoff bid. A wow, 20, how'd that happen? Twenty-one Super Soaker salute. Listen, you man, you'll have enough money that you could be as weird as a dude that I read about this week, Bill Gross, the billionaire investor uh, who is now in a fight with his neighbor, who is a uh, some sort of tech geek genius, mere semi-billionaire. Um, you can have enough money because th- these two guys are fighting and I love rich people fighting. According to his neighbor, billionaire bond investor, Bill Gross, uh, really likes the Gilligan's Island theme song. And this is apparently driving his neighbor mad because, uh, he says that he plays it at all hours. And when contacted for comment about this, Bill Gross said, yeah, it has a lot of meaning to me. So I play it all the time because I found out that it looked the place where my house is looks like Gilligan's Island. And that's why he says it's completely justified that he plays it like 20 hours a day and he and his lady dance to it. Yeah. This moment of Pac-12 football has been brought to you as a special shout out to friend of the program, <laughs> Warren Abels, who is currently under the weather uh, right now. Warren, we love you, buddy. We hope you feel better soon. Uh, yes, this guy should be the commissioner of the Pac-12. By the way, I'm on Bill Gross's side because uh, also on the playlist. Classic is, Spencer, siding with the billionaire. Is on 50, also on his playlist, 50 Cent and Kenny Loggins, who played at his birthday. <laughs> that just says wait which rich. one which one <laughs> both Schwartz. of them together they played each other's birthdays they mm. did yeah 50 cent and kenny loggins they're gonna drop that mixtape any day now That's what would you yeah. rather have at your birthday 50 cent playing kenny loggins songs or kenny loggins performing 50 cent songs i'm gonna i'm gonna flip the script because i bet you think i'd say kenny loggins doing 50 cent i want to hear 50 cent doing kenny loggins songs. <laughs> can 50 sing about Is to find out yeah yeah, well, I mean, not yet, not like actual, yeah, but okay. he has he has melodically spoken. Let's put it that way. All right, all right, all right. Him auto tune singing the theme from Over the Top. Yeah, I want to hear that. Sure. Cool. House, people. house. It, it, Kenny Loggins' house on Pooh Corner. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear him do it. You know, even though we ain't got money, I'm so in love with my money. <laughs> See, it was a hip hop song. 
Uh, so yeah, uh, going to become that kind of eccentric billionaire. I need someone out there to be my opponent. Uh, you can visit acorns.com slash fullcast to get started with $5 on the house. To some day, and you can you can come get me, sucker. <laughs> find Jason waters. on the find him on the ocean. Fight You'll me see. on the ocean. Can't can't miss it. I'll be I'll be there. All God. things. It'd be all so much better if Gary Barta just like started taking questions and then zoomed off on the jet ski instead. Gary Boda. Gary Boda. <laughs> I'll allow it. 